taken by Iguodala. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup, oh, blocked by James! What a hit, Denzel Ward! You got barbecue back there? And you didn't invite me? Hurt my feelings! 56-yarder, it's got, no, it does not have the leg. And Chris Davis takes it in the back of the end zone. He'll run it out to the 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 45. There goes Davis. Oh, my God. Davis is going to run it all the way back. Auburn's going to win the football game. Auburn's going to win the football game. He ran the midfield goal back. It's off the Leonard, defended by Simmons. Is this the dagger? Samuel cuts it back. Ohio State wins. One guy, what's up, baby? What it do, baby? Yeah, yo, what do you know? Guess who's back? Back again. Bias Sports is back. Tell a friend. Oh man, that killed me. Welcome <laughs> to another episode. A little bit shorter episode. We we say it's gonna be shorter. We're talking Ohio State football today. We're talking some recruiting. We're talking some booms that came down over Fourth of July weekend. Yeah, so when you're still here on hour two, we appreciate you <laughs> so very much. Hey, listen, it means you just committed Ohio State fan. I mean, just as committed as we are. And it has been a fabulous weekend to be an Ohio State fan. And man, aren't we getting close yeah, this to is the season, dude. baby? And, oh, it's uh, so exciting. God. Just one, before we start talking about it, you you texted me like two or three weeks ago, bringing my attention to something that I had remembered seeing before, but didn't really click. And that is the national championship is in Indianapolis this year. was just like a four hour drive for us. It didn't click for me either. I saw it was like, Oh man, that's possible. And if, <laughs> if the Buckeyes go expect Dylan and I to be there. Oh, for sure. I'm oh, skipping basketball practice. I'm skipping school. I'll take out a loan. I don't care how much <laughs> we'll it is. We'll figure it out. I we'll mean, get there. Dylan will take out the loan for me. So. <laughs> Sell your car, man. <laughs> we, <laughs> you hey, we thing. might be hitchhiking, but we'll be at the game. <laughs> so I, we're just we're excited for that, and we're excited for just this episode, talking to some recruiting stuff. We want to talk about this name, image, and likeness thing um, and just kind of what it can mean for college athletes going down the road and maybe what it can mean for by sports, perhaps. What? Hmm. Huh. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, but first, big news over the weekend is I think that's like 2021 and 2022. Those are back-to-back years, right? Uh, last time I checked, I think okay. so. So Ohio State and back-to-back years has the number one national player in the country committed to the Ohio State University. And this year's class, JT Tui Maloa. Mo, Molo, Maloa? I had, it early, I had it earlier, and a then now that, now that we're on the air. Like, I found I some website that pronounced it for us. but Yeah, it was, it was Google, it was, and it was, it was awful. And then uh, Quinn Ewers next year, and uh, maybe that's, I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, but all I know is I'm a big Quinn fan. And, oh, man. And and the thing about Quinn is it's, it's still a year out, and he at any moment could decommit, 
But I just don't see it. He no, is all Buckeyes, to. all everything right now. You know now, why like, he's not going to? Brian Hartline. Gosh. What Brian Hartline has done, what Ryan Day have done at Ohio State. So if you listen to our last episode, quick plug about our last episode, uh, NFL picks over unders, we had a little got a little off topic, ta- start talking to Urban Meyer a little bit, and how thankful we were we. for Urban Meyer. Okay. <laughs> okay, I mean. And uh and and Urban Meyer, what he did for the Ohio State Buckeyes, Ryan Day has taken what Urban Meyer had. And and Urban Meyer had like the Death Star, right? Ryan Day has the whole empire, okay? <laughs> He's coming for you, Nick Saban. He already passed you, Dabo. Ryan Day and Brian Hartline. Hey, Dabo's supposed to be out now. Oh, yeah. getting paid. He, this is terrific. He said it. He I mean, is hitting the streets. Doesn't live it to his word. Yeah. But, ah, uh, man, what the recruiting that they have done and getting players like, like they have five of the top ten recruits of the 2021 class. And JT, Tui, Maloa, sure. Jack Sawyer, Donovan Jackson, Emeka, Igbuka, and Travion Henderson. That's just a top 10. We can go down the list some more and find guys like Mike Hall, Jordan Hancock, Kyle McCord. Should I say the potential starter for week one? In my opinion, it should be. But... I'll roll with Stroud if that's that's how it has to go. <laughs> but just what they have done and the the culture that they have at Ohio State and getting these guys to buy in, to get a Quinn Ewers to buy in when guess what? Is CJ Stroud gone next year? No. He's still on the roster next year. Is Jack Miller still on the roster next year? Is Kyle McCord still on the roster next year? I mean, as of right now, these guys are there. And Quinn Ewers says, I'll take the competition. I want to come play for Ryan Day. I want to come play for Ohio State. That, and that makes it that much more exciting, knowing that we have four capable quarterbacks that are all going to be four fighting for one spot. That they go anywhere else in the Big Ten. Guess what? Big Ten, you could go country. I, let's just leave let's a couple. Small Big Ten, but for I sure, I mean, like the only other quarterback that I might take in the Big Ten over like Jack Miller would be Michael Penix Jr. from Indiana. See, I'm not even high on him. I, I think I'm still going all our guys. I would take Penix, and that's it. Other than that, all those guys. It, it could be a debate. All those guys that go anywhere else, team up north, what quarterback you got better than us? Then our third string quarterback, not a single one. Our water boy could go up there and play better than us. That is true. Hey, team up north stands for that team. Good night, dude. They dog crap. (laughs) We'll we'll get into that a little bit more in our college football preview episode in a few weeks. What? What? Five, six weeks, something like that? You said six hours long. Six hours of biased sports. No way. Projections, talk, Heisman finalists, playoff scenarios. I could sit here and talk with you about all that all night long, and it would be so easy. We would we would never stop. Hey, guess what? You heard it here first. Come August, when we do a preview episode, we're going as long as we possibly can. If you listen to the end... We'll just go maybe, live. Hey, maybe we'll have a giveaway at the end. For anybody oh, that listens to this entire episode, <laughs> you have to count every single word that we say if you have the exact amount by the end of the episode... Every time we say the okay. Ohio State That's University. That's it. We're going to figure something out like that, and we're going to have a contest at the end. So you got six weeks to find this show, and hopefully you stick around. Um, but let's get on track. Just recruiting-wise, what does this mean? What is our potential outlook, not for the this future, this year, but the near future? Perhaps two national championships in the horizon? 
Yeah, you keep saying two. You I said, don't know where you come up with two. You said, I'm all why in not on three? three in a row, bro. Let's do it. Let's do it. The greatest man. dynasty in college football. This is a homer episode. I mean, we are we are homers right now, but this is bias sports. I just I, I see the list. I see what they are doing recruiting wise, and I'm so excited. And then I look at the players that we still have coming back, and I get even more excited. The Chris Olaves, the Garrett Wilsons, you can't the tell Jeremy me. Ruckers, you the can't offensive tell me. line. Like that's just offense that we're talking I about. Know. Those names, those those names are first round picks next year. We might have three linemen go in the top in the first round. We have a tight end who go, can go first round. We have the top two best receivers in the country on the same damn team. You can't you can't tell me another team right now that is as excited as we are or ever has been yeah. about the players that they've never even seen play a snap of football mm-hmm. that are going to be on their team. I mean, we, we just talked about, like, just before we started recording this, we said when our top two receivers leave next year, like the next three that we have, like the Marvin Harrison Juniors, the Bukas, the Julian Flemings, like there were names, the Jackson Smith and Jigbo, it wasn't even like top three on our list, and he very well could be over any of those three guys. But, like, when he is your fourth or fifth best receiver, like, it is unreal. It is so loaded, and it just—it's a testament to and what they just Brian Harlan has done. Yeah, they just keep coming. Yeah. We get—we we got so many wide receiver commits over the next couple of years. It's insane. And it's—I feel bad for some of these guys because I, do. I don't know how we're going to find playing time for them. But Brian Hartline is just that good. I mean, when Jamison Williams was our sixth best receiver, and he's going to go to Alabama this year and be two or three. Like, come on, man! Like, Jamison Williams was good last year. Had a good season. Made the play of his life against Clemson. Yep. Wasn't good enough to be even top five guy for Ohio State this year. Got beat out by freshmen because they are that talented. Not that he's bad, that talented. And Brian Hartline just develops him and makes him so much better than what they even have potential to be. And it's, it's <laughs> we have a bright future at Ohio State. And I hope, I hope, like Hartline is an Ohio State guy. I hope he's around forever. I'm going to dread the day he leaves. When him and Ryan Day... Ryan Day, too. Please, Ryan, the whole Day, coaching staff. Ryan Day. If you find just this lock episode, him in for 30 years. Ryan Day, if you find this episode, you just happen driving home to your wife, to your kids, after a long day of practice, just know that us Ohio State fans, we want you here for life. You'll be appreciated till the end of time. Okay? Woody Hayes gave us 25... Please, give us at least 26. You give us 26 years, I guarantee that you have at least six, seven, not eight, not nine, not ten. <laughs> All right, LeBron, settle All down right. and get to the point uh, here. I mean, that, that he's so, so good at recruiting. Such an, It's not just about recruiting. It's the league coaching that he does, that he has done over the last two years. Dude is insane. He's a top three coach in America. And... And that being said, I sent you a tweet earlier, and I didn't read your response because I didn't want to know what you said. I don't even remember what this tweet was. Oh, so tell me who wins. This is jbook37 on Twitter. This is a good Ohio State account. account. Tell me who wins. You get, you get to combine Alabama and Ohio State's best players on one team with Saban calling the de- defense and Day calling the offense versus a team combined with the rest of the college football players best players at any coach you want. Obviously, you're going to probably go Dabo and Lincoln Riley, right? Yeah, probably. Um, the poll was 91% Ohio State slash Bama team, and I don't. Th- if, I think if you pick anything other than that, you are a complete moron. So I, I will say this guy, 
Jay Buck, I think most of his followers, um, yeah, he's a, he's a, a contributor to Bucknuts. <coughs> yeah, he's um, an Ohio State guy. So, like yeah, he's, he's an Ohio State guy, so his following obviously is going to be Ohio State. But um, I'll read you my response. Um, so when I first started thinking about it, so now that we've talked about it a little bit, you know, I, I'm more confident in my pick of the Ohio State-Alabama team. Quarterback is iffy because you've got nobody with experience. I think Stroud or McCord is going to be just fine. David. Agree. Agree. But nobody's got experience. So you take the field, you've got your Spencer Rattler. I'm not a big Spencer, Spencer Rattler guy. I'm not either, but he's yeah. arguably number one quarterback college football right now before the season. Yikes. Before the season. Yikes. But you've got the field's got the leg up on the quarterback. Alabama's got a running back. I can't remember his name. He played off and on last year. He was buried behind Najee. Um, He's don't good. Travion Henderson. We've got Travion. <laughs> hey, we've got a sort of master Travion team. is our Najee Harris. Like Travion Henderson yeah. is Najee Harris, put in a Buckeyes uniform, and better. But look at the wide receivers. Oh. You got the two best on Ohio State. Ooh. What's the guy's name in Alabama? Uh, Mechie. Yeah. Top ten easy. Mm-hmm. Jamison Williams. Jack Smith and Jimba, Julian Fleming. You've right. easily got three of the best ten wide receivers in the country. Mm-hmm. Five of the best twenty-five. You're gonna have you're gonna have our offensive line is better than anybody else in the country. And you take whatever our weak spot and you go with Alabama's best yep. one. And what I said here because I didn't want to get too far ahead of myself. Four All Americans when you combine those two yeah. offensive lines, you're only missing one, and Jeez. it's very possible. That, yeah, two greatest. O lines in football. Whose fullback do we go with? Who needs a fullback? <laughs> Just kidding. Defensively, fullback? defensively. I didn't even touch on. Defense. Oh my gosh! Like where we lack the. We talked. We like, talked so much about offense. I don't even think about oh defense. My gosh, Who needs defense? And you're putting uh, up seventy five. Yeah, seventy five, seventy six, seventy seven, maybe. Who knows? But like we, I mean, we're at we're at that level. Like we are Alabama. Not we. First off, we don't ever rebuild. We reload every single year. Oh yeah, and and the way we're recruiting, our reload just gets better and better. And like, we only got a year and a half of Justin Fields, and I I've I've enjoyed watching Justin Fields over the last two years. Um, I would say Justin Fields is probably one of my favorite players favorite, that favorite I've, Buckeyes I've ever. Watched. Absolutely, yeah. and uh, I wish that we would have got him longer at Ohio State. I wish I could watch more games of him in the Scarlet and Gray. I hope him. I I hope he just balls out of the NFL. The disrespect he got this offseason uh, as a quarterback prospect, he's gonna make a lot of people eat their words. Um, and with as few games as, as he played, he's still one of my favorite Buckeyes. And he might be like, he might be the most talented quarterback to ever play for Ohio State. More talented than Troy Smith. More talented than Terrell Pryor, Braxton Miller, like all those athletic quarterbacks that we've had in the last. 15, 20 years, like, Justin Fields is better than them. And I, I'm confident in saying that. Like, he has better skill set. And we got guys like Quinn Ewers coming in who might be even better. Like, I, yeah, only at Ohio State and Clemson you, and better. Bama do you get spoiled like that. It's it's amazing. And, and we're going we're gonna to compete for national championships. And when we go to Indianapolis in January – I tell you what, I, it's going to be the most lit day of my entire life. We are so blessed to be 
where we are in our lives, the age that we are, mm-hmm. to understand what's going on, mm-hmm. to be students mm-hmm. at the greatest university in the entire world. Mm-hmm. To just I mean, we be are... here where we are at this time when everything in the future just looks so great for the next mm-hmm. couple years. It, I mean, that's what happens. We're so when lucky. We're the Harvard of the Midwest, okay? <laughs> we're the Oxford of the United States of America, okay? Hey, we're not only the greatest university academically and when it comes to football in the world, but perhaps the galaxy, maybe the whole universe. I, mean, I don't think that's a stretch to say by any means. And our basketball team will be pretty good too when, you know, number one overall recruit in the entire country that just committed football also said like, <laughs> hey, Coach Holtman, you got one more on the bench? Come on, son. Let's get you conditioned. Future's bright all the way around, yes, and I'm just—I was so excited, and and I mean, we could literally talk, we could do this for hours on hours and on, on hours, and we will for our preview episode. Maybe we'll even have just like a specific Ohio State preview episode where we just talk yeah. all Ohio State. One episode about the quarterbacks, one episode <laughs> about the wide receivers, one episode about. Hey, we have like 13 wide receivers. <laughs> might have to do too. Uh, but let's transition then, because like I said, we want to keep this one kind of short. Let's transition to the new rule that just got passed, the name, image, likeness rule, NIL, something that should have been done years ago, something that Ohio, the Ohio Congress screwed up, and finally, finally, the NCAA got something right. So, what is this rule? Basically... If you're a college athlete, you have never been able to make money over your name, image, likeness, anything. Legally. Legally. So, I'm not the brightest person in the entire room, but say I was. Say I was so smart that Ohio State gave me an academic scholarship, you know, based on my grades. Or, you know, I was a trumpet player that was playing in the best damn band in the land. And I want to make some extra money. I'm strapped for cash. I'm a college student. Guess what? I can go give tutor lessons, make some money. If I'm a trumpet player, I can give trumpet lessons to some kid, you know. Hey, Taylor, or I'm going to use Kelly as an example because shout out Kelly. Kelly, trumpet player in high school. She would have went to Ohio State for undergrad and was in the band. She could give trumpet lessons and make money off what she does. Perfectly legal. Dylan, if you go to college and you write a book and you publish the book, guess what? Guess what you do? You make money, which is great, right? Why can't... College players for the longest time do the same thing. I don't think that college players should get paid by any means. You cannot pay college players to play sports. It completely takes away amateurism. Plus, if you do that, then you got to play the swimmers on right state the same amount as you play Ohio State football players. You cannot do that. There is no set guideline that will be fair to anybody. But you should be able to make money off of your name, image, likeness. No if, different. If you want to do the work, put in the work, brand yourself, yeah. No whatever. different than a frat boy who's on TikTok right. making $40,000 um, a year, ba- making TikTok videos of him shotgunning trulies. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, it's, it, is, it is such a joke that they weren't allowed to do this. And again, we are not paying players. They get a full scholarship. They get a full ride. It is great. Provide for them. Give them an opportunity to... to Get an education. Do some not? Sure. Do some take advantage of the system? Sure. But to not let them make money just on their name, image, and likeness. And for Ohio State to get, I mean, it led to Serban Meyer, but Tattoo Gate is one of the biggest fraudulent things that to happen in the NCAA. 
to vacate a whole season, to suspend these players for selling their memorabilia that they earned, their name, image, and likeness for tattoos, and treating it like it was the end of the world was such a disgrace to college football. And so name, image, and likeness allows players to do that. Be in commercials, sign endorsement deals, uh, do autographs, you know, sell their stuff. Like that's their name, their image, their likeness. They're making money off of it, not getting paid. And then real quick, so California was the first school like two years ago or something that said like, hey, we're going to legalize college athletes. People make money off their name, image, likeness. A few other states, I don't remember which ones were like, oh, yeah, we're going to do that too. The NCAA was almost at like, well, if your players are allowed to make money off their name, image, likeness, they're not allowed to compete for like championships and stuff. So, like, why would you go to USC? Can never compete for a national championship. Right. But you make money off your name, image, likeness. Start being a lot of schools. We're trying to get get it done. The deadline for like this season was supposed to be July first. Well, last few weeks of June, Ohio Congress, because they screw everything up, said we're going to push back on this a little bit. We're going to wait a little bit, see how it works out. Do you know how catastrophic that would have been for Ohio State football and Ohio State recruiting? Almost as bad as not playing a season last year. Luckily, Kevin Warren came to his damn senses and everything got fixed and we're back on track to be the powerhouse that we are. The NCAA said, and it's it's like a one-year rule, but it's one-year universal across all universities, Division One through Division Three, football through rowing, tennis, cricket, if your school has that sport and it's an NCAA sport, whatever, universally you can make money off name, image, likeness, and it's not a state, you know, wide rule that they're trying to do. So you said this is a one year thing. I, from what I heard, it is like a temporary, like one or two years, and they can extend it at any point. Right. <clears throat> but this was like one or two years until the states like make their standard. okay. So so they're doing it as a whole. Wanting to get states individually on board, yes. then is yes, is the which I don't like process. because states are going to have different rules. Like right, Alabama's be like, you make money off whatever you need to, whenever you want to, however you want to. And Ohio State's going to be like, Ohio's going to be like, well, here at a, in the great state of Ohio, you can only make money by selling autographs for ten cents each, and that's maximum. Like we're going to do something stupid that's going to. Ruin our chances of recruiting, and, and it's part of recruiting. It is what it is. Like, right. But it, we talked in our very first episode, we talked about how playoff expansion will help college football. So will universal name, image, and likeness. Because guess what? You might be the four string quarterback at, or wide receiver at Ohio State, but if you go to Northwestern and you're the number one and you're a baller at Northwestern, we'll call de- car dealership. Hey, buddy. Saw you balling out the other day. Want to come be in a car commercial for us? Absolutely. 150 bucks? Easy. <coughs> Sorry. Fourth string at Ohio State. Nobody ever is going to know your name. You're never going to be in any car commercials. Like, this is going to expand college football and make it so much better, which is what we're about. Like, our, our, our dang, like, podcast, you know, motto <laughs> should be make college football great again. And put us on the head of the committee to make college football great again. Because right now, like, my brain was just flowing with all these might beautiful have been the, ideas. might have been the best idea I've ever heard from you. Make college football great again? Put us at the, the oh, head of yeah, the committee. Oh, <laughs> hey, the world's not ready for the greatest sport in the world <laughs> to be even greater. Your thoughts on name image likeness? I mean, 
it's been a long time coming. I mean, it, it's it's the right thing, um, and I love seeing all these um, these people that not, not necessarily that I went to school with, but but that I that I knew um, growing up through school. You know, somebody at Finley, somebody at Ohio State. You know, uh, barstool athletes. Um, yeah, I don't know if you've heard of that. That's a big thing. Barstool athletes. Look it up. Oh, that's man. A, that's a big thing on on these oh, these, these yeah. So, but. You know, and they're they're branding themselves, and they're they're getting these you know people on board, and it's great. You know, if you're gonna do the work, you know, if they're gonna do this to where, like you said, they're not getting paid. You know, you're not paying players because again, that's it's too much insane. logistics to it. That's, yeah. that's an insane thought. If these players are gonna do the work on their own, why the hell not? Yeah, and and obviously, like when we talk about it. It's mostly about football, but think about like if you're a if you're a let's use a swimming team from some smaller college, and you find a restaurant that's like, hey, you guys come out, stay outside like our, our restaurant all day long, take pictures with the fans, or you know do whatever you know, bring bring our community together by doing this. Our sales boost up this amount of percentage. We're gonna split it between you guys. Is it ten, fifteen, twenty five dollars? Sure. You're doing a cool thing by interacting with fans, and you're making twenty five, maybe fifty, maybe hundred dollars more than what you would have, and like it can, so it can work out for everybody in some way and benefit people in in a way that they haven't been able to benefit before, and like I, I I'm gonna use Tommy Togi as an example because I don't and I don't know Togi I's like actual personal life and his you know overall plan or everything. But when Togi I declared for the draft, I was a little shocked. Part of it is maybe Togi I grew up in a very, very poor family, finally had the opportunity to go make some money, and took advantage of it when the NFL. But if Togi I knew, like, hey, I played the game of my life versus Clemson. Next year, if I come back to Ohio State, I'm a household name. Guess what? Make a little bit of money off my name, image, likeness. Maybe he stays. And it's not going to, like, Trevor Lawrence was destined. He's going to go to the NFL after three years, no matter what, right? Right, yeah. But, like, your borderline, like, hey, I might go on draft or sixth, seventh, fifth round. Like, is it worth coming back? And it's worth coming back that I can make some money with my name and become a household name and maybe hit that endorsement deal a little bit early. And it just it benefits in so many ways. And you feel bad for these guys that, that uh, you know, the ones that just moved on, just yeah. graduated, you know, for all of them in the past, you know, Two, five, thirty years ago, all of them. Yeah. You, you feel bad for them because they didn't have this opportunity when they were in school. Um, you don't know how many of them struggled their way through college, trying to make ends meet to be able to feed themselves while they're still playing their sport, not making any money yeah. off of it. You know. And there's there's some you, that you do feel right, bad but for. You, there's so many. That, right. Right. And it's not just it's not just football players. They, they don't all have that family yeah. support, to, you know, to, to pay their way through college. You know, whatever the scholarship yeah. doesn't get them. It's not just football players either. It's all these athletes for, through every sport through all these years, and it's different now. And it needs to stay this way so that this sport become not just our sport, but college athletics and every single sports facet becomes better and better and better. And that's what it's all about. It's getting putting the best product on the field, and this helps it in so many ways. So, to branch off of that, um, the only downside that I could see from this, um, you're giving these players access to money that you know you don't that players don't typically have. Um, 
So not necessarily these ones that are going to go out and make thousands, you know, not just them, but even the ones that, that make a little, you know, pocket change. Um, you're talking about the Johnny Manziels. <laughs> but w- where I'm getting at is you're going to have ones that are, are going to essentially attempt indirectly to ruin this for everyone else. So you're going to get these players that, you know, again, maybe they're making 100 bucks a month. They're going to go spend that 100 bucks, buy alcohol, throw a party. You know, you're, you're going to get people in trouble. You know, you're going to have people that are going to, again, indirectly attempt to ruin it for everyone. So what? So my understanding right now with this is you are supposed to report any whatever to your school. Okay. And that way... Is everybody going to report everything? Probably though? not. Probably not. How are you going to, you know, track that? I, I, I don't know. Right. And But, like, you're supposed to report it. There are going to be logistics into it. And, and the rule, as long as they keep expanding it, you make changes, you make modifications. Right. Like, yes. hey, it's, it might be this, but it's as long as it's universal. Because what did we talk about in episode one? NCAA does not have universal rules, and it has ruined our sport. This has to be universal across every state, every sport, every both genders of sports, regardless of division. Like, it has to be the same. And if you do that, then... You you have those bad ones, sure, right. and bad bad everything single thing. Hopefully, you hand the out good outweighs the bad, and I definitely think it so, will. So hopefully, that's it's not someone you know, like Spencer Rattler, you know, raising canes. Did you see that? No, he's talking to do with raising. Did he really? Canes. Yeah, but no. Uh, hopefully, it's not someone like that who. What he right now? He's the Heisman favorite, right? Yeah. I okay. Don't, I don't know how. But hopefully it's not someone like that mm-hmm. who gets himself into trouble because he has this extra money. Yeah, and, you know. And I mean, let's be let's be fair. If this happened back in 2012, yeah, Johnny Manziel, right? It gives a bad name to it, right? But Trevor Lawrence, do you think Trevor Lawrence gives a bad name to the NIL? No, no, bro. Yeah, bro, not at all. You think uh, Justin Fields gives a bad name to NIL? Absolutely not. Like those two players, what they right. did to to make sure we had our sport last year and everything, like. Those good will outweigh the bad, and, and hopefully this is just a dumb thought, and, yeah. and you know nothing comes from it. But you know there is that possibility that someone really screws up, and and cause, cause obviously there's going to be changes as we go. You talked about that; it's one year thing or mm-hmm. whatever. It, it they're going to improve on it each year as we go, yep. and and hopefully you know if stuff happens this year, it gets better. You know to where it, it, it's a good thing all around. So at the beginning, we kind of teased NIL coming to uh, Bias Sports. Did we? And so we're happy to announce that. Sorry, technical difficulties or something, but I hope that you guys just heard that. And we'll have some more news regarding that in the future episodes. All right, guys. Well, 30-minute episode. Thirty. I mean, we're, we're at 29.52 right now without any editing, you know, doing all that sweet stuff. But around 30-minute episode, kind of a quicker one, a little bit longer than what I even thought it was going to be. But but like we, we talked about at the beginning, once we get going on this stuff, yeah, it's I know, so hard I to know. stop. But we have, we, I mean, we have a lot of, like, fun episodes that we want to we want to push out. Um, go back, listen to our over-under picks for the NFL season. Uh, we're going to do more biased picks, stuff like that. Uh, within the next few weeks, we're really going to get you know rolling on NFL preview, college football preview, NBA postseason, perhaps. 
<laughs> looking forward to next season already. Hey, I got Sneaker Steve coming on, talking NBA in a few weeks. Be prepared for that. Dylan, did you listen to that? When we, when we did our second reboot, did you listen to my episode with Steve? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Steve's a good guy. I, I listened to Steve, him. All, Steve yeah. knows his NBA. So we'll have Steve on, talk some NBA, and uh, maybe some more guests sometime. Who knows? Yeah, it's possible. But we'll, Anything's we'll, possible. Anything is possible. Hey, with NIL, with college football, with life, anything is possible. So just as we said at the beginning, guess who's back? Back again? Well, so long for now. Give me a song. What's a song that I about saying goodbyes? Oh gosh, dude! All I know is country. I don't have anything for you. Country music, goodbye. <laughs> See you later. This is by sports. Country roads, take me home. Country roads, <laughs> turn me on. A podcast about football. Sing a song. <laughs> All right, this is by sports, and we out you.